<laughs> Happy Mental Maintenance Monday. Yay! We're back with episode two. Yeah, episode two of the new season, question mark? There you go, yeah. <laughs> Relaunch. Um, we're excited about this one because you guys picked it. Yeah, we put um, a poll out there and gave you guys, I think, seven to eight options. And the one that was most voted for, which honestly was kind of a surprise to me. Really? Yeah, I I expected people to want more like the hard hitting stuff, <laughs> like, but it's career changes, which end up with. I think is cool because it can be so relevant to so many people, especially right now. Absolutely, and I guess I wasn't thinking about that side of it, but it probably is the most relatable mm-hmm. because it's something literally everyone can go through. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know. Do you want to start by sharing kind of your journey, your experience with career changes? Yeah. So I have changed careers intentionally, right? Like I have decided to change careers. And then I also had a portion period of my life where I unintentionally changed (laughs) careers. Um, And I think you have similar experiences. So yeah, we definitely wanted to share on both like perspectives of career changes. Um, so I would say my first professional job was at a local credit union. That is the same credit union that I ended up meeting and working with Denise, Mm -hmm. but I was hired on the bank side, the credit union side and the branch world, the branch world. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and to be honest, I literally thought that I would like die there. <laughs> For this real. This is where I live. This is yeah, where I work. This is what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. Like there were a handful of positions to like, quote unquote, climb the ladder. And it was always challenging. There was always something new. So it kept me entertained, um, which I enjoy as like somebody in the work field. Um, and I had... I had become an assistant branch manager. There was one other position in the branch world, which was a branch manager. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like re- relatively speaking, you got there pretty qu- quickly. Is that true yeah. or not true? No, I think it's pretty true. I I don't, I'm not good at like all the timelines and stuff, but I was hired at like the lowest position and then was promoted four times. I think that was like the fourth promotion available. The fifth being branch manager. Which a lot of people stick with their, like that position for, yeah. Until they retire. Right. I think I made, I made the advancement to assistant branch manager fairly quickly. And that's the longest I was in that Mm -hmm. position for the longest out of all of them throughout that like period of time, which was like five years total. Wow. Yeah. And I think I was assistant branch manager for about two and a half. Um, So being in that position, like going towards, like that's the end goal, right? Is to manage the branches, to be a branch manager, to be comfy there, to get those annual raises. Mm -hmm. I mean, the salary was not bad. (laughs) It was not bad. I worked in a retail branch, um, which traditionally just was more busy and was compensated a little bit more. Um, it was definitely a position where I felt very secure. There was like no, um, no question that like 
it was just secure. Like, I don't yeah. know how else to describe yeah. it. We were so busy. Uh, there, it just felt like that's nothing could like touch me. Actually, that's how it felt. Nothing could really touch me. There was nothing that could happen that. Yeah, like it was. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> Something did happen. <laughs> yeah, and we like had this meeting. Um, and I remember being in the car like before the meeting and thinking, talking with a, a friend of mine who was also an assistant branch manager just at a different branch at the other retail location. And we were talking about how um, we were untouchable pretty much. That our, Literally, that was the conversation, how our branches were so busy. They would never think about like doing anything to our branches our branches like carried the interior pretty much (laughs) and then I went into a meeting and was told that they were closing my branch I no longer had a position but there were x y and z positions open within the interior and they would be happy to place me in those um so crazy like I can't Because it's, you're right. Like, I mean, I know when we found out that branch was closing, it was like, why are they closing (laughs) the busiest branch? Like, one of the two busiest branches in Fairbanks. Because, yeah, it was in Fred Meyer. Like, when you're doing your shopping, like, people are doing their bane. Like, it was, yeah. So I can't imagine not only working there, but being like, this is my gig. Like this is yeah. this is my lifetime. Like I will be here. It for was weird, right? It was weird because in the span yeah. of twenty minutes, like Your everything changed. changed. Yeah. I literally thought that I would work there for years. Yeah. Like I would start there at what I was like nineteen, and I would literally be like retiring yeah. from Alaska USA. Like it was. It was insane. And then it was like, nope, just kidding. That's not, that's not, that's not what we have planned for you. It was, it was emotional too, because it wasn't only me that was losing a job, yeah. right? It was all the people that I worked with and cared for. How many people? Um, I want to say we had like 10 people total, including like me and um, Trish. So, I mean, we had like eight employees who, yeah, who also had families who they needed to provide to and it was like first come first serve like we'll try and you know place you at other positions and whatnot um yeah but when but i look no guarantee <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty much you had to interview yeah. for them it was weird. yeah i it mean was just, i know because i interviewed you yeah <laughs> it was weird but it was a blessing in disguise they um offered me a few different positions and at first i did take a position that i had was promoted for from um I had said that I would take that one and then I thought about it and I honestly was just like yeah I honestly was like no you know what fuck you guys I'm out (laughs) (laughs) um interviewed for the insurance position over with the insurance brokers Mm -hmm. and that is where Denise did interview me and we moved on to insurance yeah (laughs) which was kind of a blessing in disguise. I was already licensed as an insurance agent mm-hmm. from the branch. Um, uh, well, and you fit, I mean, you learned super quick that your hours, your right. schedule was way better. Yeah. I remember that being like a really big. Yeah. It was one of those things like it was absolutely horrible and traumatic. But then once I was out, it was like, wow, 
that was horrible. Like that was not great. You know, yeah. uh, the hours were crazy. And I went to nine, like eight thirty to five thirty, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, all holidays off, which was the exact opposite of the schedule I had at the branch. It yeah. was sometimes I wouldn't get home until 9 PM. Um, and being in a position where you have like, right. Like my position was higher Therefore, if something went wrong, like it was me or yeah, me or one other person who had to be there. And with, um, Ryan wasn't that old. She was like a year old. So it got tough. Yeah. Um, but I'm also very thankful that it happened because I wouldn't, I would not be here. We wouldn't be doing this. I don't think. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent true. It's just, it's still crazy to me that the, the it was so immediate. Like it was so quick. Like you said, in that 20 minute meeting, it Mm -hmm. was like, okay, thanks for all you've done, but bye. Oh my gosh. It was (laughs) insane. There's still like portions of it that I think about and I'm like, what the fuck? That really (laughs) happened. The, the guy who was like telling me all this, right. I guess too, if you're like in a position where you have to fire somebody or let them go, like don't beat around the bush, like make it as like straightforward as possible. Like the person on the other end is a human being who is going to respect you. Not. Yeah. I remember he was like five minutes in and I was like, what is he talking (laughs) for real? And then I was like, Oh shit. (laughs) Oh, he's telling me he's closing my branch. It was so crazy. And then I remember him talking about um, the eagle, quote-unquote, eagle position, Mm -hmm. right? And that's the position he was like, that is open. It's a great position for learning. And, like, you learn so much. And I just remember thinking, like, sir, (laughs) you're really sitting here telling me all this, not knowing that I've, like, already done that. Like, it just felt so impersonal. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes job, job changes, career changes happen to us. And we don't anticipate them, right? But I think losing that job and moving into something completely different really opened my perspective to how maybe unhealthy some of the elements of that previous job were yeah. and how it was really taking a toll on um, on my mental health, like the hours and... Um, so on that note, like on, cause I, I know that, you know, from talking to you and you have said that you didn't realize that until after you were out of it. Do you have any, like, what would you have done differently? Or can you, if someone's in a position where maybe they don't realize that, what would be a good way for them to check in with themselves to realize that? I was actually just talking to Alonzo about this today. Um, I worked inside Fred Meyers and on our branch was on one end and on the other end was like a jewelry counter, Mm -hmm. right? Like the Fred Meyer jewelry counter. And we had to, in the winter to plug our cars in, we had to park over by the jewelry counter entrance. So I would walk in and have to walk the entire store to the branch and it never failed Every time I would, it was like a certain spot. Every time I would see the jewelry counter, my body was just like instant overwhelm, like my heart, like beating out of my chest, like anxiety. It, 
felt so horrible. And to the point of like, I was going to therapy and like talking about all these triggers and why I was feeling certain ways. And it all boiled, like it all boiled down to just the environment. It, it was stressful and busy. And a lot of the times you, I didn't feel super supportive, um, supported. Yeah. So I would, I would say honestly, body, yeah, just like having body your... scans of like where you're at, what you're doing and how that makes your body feel. Cause I can remember like handfuls of just certain tasks or certain conversations that I would have to have maybe with certain people that just like, it did not feel good on my body. Yeah. I think, um, that's, that's important. Cause I feel like if you're, if mentally you're, going through a lot you it will show in your body mm-hmm. like it will show in anxiety or I at one point Stephen was really unhappy with mm-hmm. a job that he was in and he was getting sick in the mornings like physically getting right. sick like throwing up sick I mean maybe some of that was concussion related which is totally possible but at the same time he was also super unhappy with his job mm-hmm. and I think that you know we just kept I, I we kept trying different things like I would I remember getting him like ginger um like candies and uh different like heartburn medicine like just trying all these things to like keep that from happening and then we um he ended up leaving his his job for whatever reason Um, well, the reason being we moved, uh, and it stopped Mm -hmm. and it was like, oh, (laughs) that's why, you know, that was like the source of all of that anxiety. And we were young. We didn't have a name for like, I didn't know that that's, that could be connected. So I think that's a good point. Just listening to not only what's going on with yourself, with yourself mentally, but physically because Mm -hmm. high stress will show itself physically yeah Yeah. and I think when you've done a certain job for a certain amount of time or it just feels normal right Mm -hmm. like it feels like that's just that's it's fine because that's just what that's everybody else in that same environment also feels that way like it just you just kind of tell yourself or convince yourself that It'll, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll get better or whatever. Is. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, <laughs> it's not normal. <laughs> and it's probably not going to get better without like change. realizing that and yeah. yeah. And working to change it. Crazy. So what was your next step after do you want to talk about like, yeah. So, I mean, intentional, career change after that. I think it was a, such a blessing in disguise because the hours were so different because, I mean, yes, we had busy days at AUIB, mm-hmm. but, um, nothing compared to like yeah. the busyness and the stressfulness of the branch. So I did find that I had a lot of, um, downtime. Yeah. Downtime, but like just time to like really think about like, where, what do I want to do? Like where, like the branch world was so chaotic that like, I don't have time to think about that, you know? (laughs) Whereas it was like, hmm, I I, like, I could do insurance for a while or like maybe I could do this or maybe I could do that. And then, um, I think for me, Juby was getting older. Um, my mother-in-law watched her full time and I don't know, I just got to a point where, I felt like I was missing out on 
so much. Um, I really, really wanted to have my mother-in-law just like be able to be a grandma and not like a full-time care provider. Um, which I think was more, more about me than it was her. She would have. Yeah. 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 (laughs) She would have (laughs) gladly. Watched you until she was 18. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And Um, beyond. (laughs) And beyond. Yeah. Um, and just the downtime at AUIB allowed me to... And I say downtime, I do want to, like, almost correct that because... It sounds like we didn't do anything, but yeah, we did a lot. we did a lot. We were constantly working, but you're sitting at a computer and working. You're not constantly interacting with no. a customer. No. So while I'm, you know, putting in the information to do a quote, I can think about something else because I'm yeah. literally just... It's mindless sometimes or, after you've done it for so or long. Or we would listen to podcasts all the time, like yes. right, like while we were yeah. doing our work, so yeah. or like quoting or whatever. Right. Um, so like mentally, there was a lot more space. Yes. yes. <laughs> a yes. lot more available space yeah. there. Um, got to a point where I just, I don't know, I just wanted to be home. I wanted to be able to work from home. So I started exploring different av- avenues. I had been following a gal on Instagram who represented an active wear company. And at that point I was, um, like a beach body coach and really had mm-hmm. a lot of fun doing that. And I was like, well, this makes sense for me. <laughs> um, all my people live in leggings and, or enjoy working out. Right. All people wear clothes. <laughs> um, so it just made sense. And I decided to just, I don't know, take a leap of faith. Um, and, and it was, like, fairly new, right? Zaya was fairly new. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was only maybe a year old. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. It wasn't very old. So it was just, I don't know, it was just something about it was super exciting. So I did that, um, and I worked that on my, like, off time all while working with AUIB and mm-hmm. then um, got pregnant actually right after I signed up with Zaya to be one of their reps um, and just decided like there's no way I am birthing this child without some other option (laughs) at the end. Yeah. So I, I mean, I I worked hard and um, yeah, you did like planned it all out and figured out how much money I would need to make with Zaya so that I could quit um, AUIB and just stay home with them. And what would that look like? Because we used my insurance with Lost USA. Right. So what would that look like going to Alonzo's insurance and yeah, figured it all out. Had Spencer and we're like, peace. <laughs> Sorry, Trina, bye. Yeah. I remember cause I was still working, um, at AUIB and, and also pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, you had gone on maternity leave and we had talked before about you uh wanting to stay home and yeah um I knew that was something that you wanted to do and you just weren't sure exactly when you were going to do it and then of course with COVID and everything we were uh that was around the time that we were I mean we were separated because of COVID we were all working from home right um so we'd kind of lost that office Mm mm-hmm like morale morale yeah Yeah. um and so I think that probably played a part um I know it did for me I don't know uh, if it did for you at all I know I mean I I think it was a big um I think working from home was a huge like um what's the word Um, like an eye-opener or um like 
example, almost, a good like yeah, almost like a yeah, like run. an opportunity. And I remember thinking that like in March, April when we got sent home at first, because at first we didn't have like computer access, right? So we were just like on COVID leave or something. Yeah, it was just like where we really didn't we weren't working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember thinking like well, this is what I've been asking for. Literally, this is what I've been asking for. So just really utilizing like the um, pockets that I could of like, okay, so if I were home right now, like how would I do this and like maneuvering it? So it really, I think it made a huge difference. I think if we hadn't been sent home, I think it would have been a a longer timeline for me Mm. being able to because it kind of gave you an idea of what that looked like. Of what it would look like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you think? How was your, was that, how are you feeling about all that? Yes, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I enjoy it a lot. I told somebody today, I think, too, it was like, I know that at some point I will go back to probably like a tr- more traditional, like, working I don't know environment but there's like no ounce of me that really wants to do anything normal (laughs) I don't know anytime soon anytime soon (laughs) yeah I I enjoy it it's been good do you think it'll be more of a like when it's not necessary but once the girls are in school and yeah, probably. It's just, yeah. I mean, you you do so much with Zaya that I can see how that could be easily, you know, without having the kids at home, could still be, like, a full-time gig. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I, if I had the opportunity to, like, just work all day, I would. Yeah. But <laughs> I also chose to, like, be home with the kids. So, like, they're just, like, there's just, like, little moments that I'm, like, okay, yep, this is exactly why I wanted to do this of like, just, I don't know, bringing them to the park, like in the middle of the summer or like just going to the lake at noon on Wednesday, just, just like random little stuff. That's like, I would sit in my office Mm -hmm. and think about how I could be doing this. Yeah. But no, instead I'm quoting somebody's (laughs) auto insurance (laughs) and they're going to be pissed because it's too expensive. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) I, yeah, I, I'm super happy for you. I'm really proud of you for, like, stepping it up, like, just doing it. Like, you budgeted your ass off and worked your ass off and, like, all this stuff to, like, see, you know, yourself where you wanted to be. And it, I mean, I know it probably didn't feel like it, but I feel like you did it so quickly. Yeah. Like, you were like, this is what I'm going to do. I yeah, and I'm doing it. I think and I had <laughs> thought about it for so long with like really no, really no plan. Right? Yeah. It was like I just felt like there wasn't any other option, so I just kind of like d- did my normal right because yeah. that's I knew that I could do it and whatnot. But I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember like what it was that like tipped the scale. Tipped the scale, but I was like, nope. There's. <laughs> There's no, no looking back, back on this. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well, I'm sure we'll do another episode solely on like finances and budgeting and whatnot because it's such a huge part of both of our lives. Yeah. Um, but you like, 
paid off your car. Oh, girl, yeah, it went to work. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, I think budgeting it all out with, like, our current bills and then, like, I mean, Zaya is a network marketing company, so I make commissions, right? And that can change every single month. It's not guaranteed. It's not a cushy nine-to-five paycheck. Um, So you have to be... So I had to know that even if I brought in zero dollars, like, we could still function um yeah so uh, we paid off we paid off like twenty thousand dollars worth of debt amongst like credit cards and then yeah and then my my car loan um within what like a year yeah damn yeah crazy i did hire a low budget coach lady though she definitely helped yeah well you kind of you got again like not got lucky but I won it. You won, I won like yeah. some giveaway, yeah. <laughs> and it changed our lives forever. <laughs> Should we shout her out really quick? Yes, Lizbeth. Her name is Lizbeth. We will maybe put her in Instagram. the show notes. Show notes or yeah, something for sure. Yeah, she's so great. But we will maybe even have her be on yeah. for a budgeting or finance episode. Yeah. Write that down. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess... Um, well, I, I can kind of share my yeah experience, um, my journey. Um, kind of crazy. I, I guess, I mean, I've been working since I was 14, mm-hmm. 14 and a half. I mean, even before that, I was like bringing candy to school to sell. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wasn't I've, doing that, but. <laughs> I've always been like. How can I make some months? Yes. How can I, like, how can I buy the things that I want or need? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't want to start all the way back there. Um, (laughs) But I guess when I, my first career, what I thought was going to be my career, um, I started working at a hair salon. And I got hired on as a receptionist, but with the thought of, you start as a receptionist and then learn the business side of it and then become an apprentice mm-hmm. and learn how, you know, apprentice, do the apprenticeship program to become a hairstylist. Which is like on the job training kind of, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically you would start out doing um, just like shadowing and practicing on mannequins and yeah. learning all the, the chemistry involved with like the color and stuff because it's cr- like... For anyone who thinks that, like, that is an easy job, it's completely not. Um, It's super involved and super complicated and um, really physical. I mean, you're standing all day. Nancy, my best friend, your cousin's wife, um, (laughs) your Uh, (laughs) cousin-in-law. I'm going to start calling her that now. (laughs) Uh, Your CIL. Um, She is, you know, all of like five foot two or three or four. I hope I didn't get that wrong, but she's tiny and she has such bad back issues and stuff because she's standing, she's on her feet all day and she's just nonstop go. But I think about that, you know, had that worked out for me, mm-hmm. I'm five foot 10, five foot 11. Yeah. <laughs> None of those chairs are made <laughs> for my height. So yeah. But anyways, um, I, so I had started there with the intention of, becoming an apprentice and becoming a hairstylist and that being my career, that being what I did for the rest of my life. And 
that I wasn't in that nearly as long as you were in the branch world. Um, I was there for probably, well, at, at my annual review is when we brought up like, because I was ready. Like I was ready to go. Yeah. I was chomping at the bit. Like, please just turn this into an apprenticeship because it was all up to the owner. Like whenever the mm. owner was ready to start a new apprenticeship program, that's when you would start. And he, he was not convinced. And I don't know if it had anything to do with me, honestly. I think it was him. I think he, he even said, like, I don't even know if I have another apprenticeship in me a year into me being there. Okay. okay. Um, and so I, and I had, I started at like minimum wage. Yeah. Um, which at that time was like less than $10 an hour. And I had worked my way up to like ten fifty an hour or something like that. I had to work um, side jobs. Like I, it was not enough money for me to live. Um, one of those side jobs being a file clerk at an insurance office. Mm. Um, so that was just a side gig. That was just a way to make extra money. And he, after he told me that, I remember being like, Oof, that's kind of scary. And then a couple months later, he gave me the contract because you have to sign a contract, you know, that you'll do the apprenticeship program and then you'll work for that salon for at least, I think it's like five years or something like that um, afterwards, Mm -hmm. after you're certified and everything licensed. Um, He gave me the contract and one of the stipulations, like a 20-page contract, Yeah, but one of the pieces was like you get bumped back down to minimum wage like you start all over that's interesting and I was like no sir I I can't can't do do this like I can't and it was just kind of like the last little yeah sign that I needed to be like okay this isn't gonna happen this Mm -hmm. it's it's just not gonna work out I can't go back to minimum wage when I'm already making the worst money and I have to have a side job. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have been able to have a side job and do the apprenticeship program. Like you have to dedicate your time and like, you know, solely to that. So, um, I was working at, you know, one of my part-time jobs. At one point I was working three jobs, working at the salon uh, at the insurance office as a file clerk, and then also at um, Plan Trade, which is a video game store. Okay, <laughs> and did that for like a year. Um, but so finally, I was like, "This is crazy! Like, I can't, you know." And I remember talking to my best friend at the time, who also worked as a receptionist mm-hmm. and at Main Place and uh, at the salon. And her mom is who got me the job as a file clerk. Her mom worked at the insurance office that I was a file clerk at. And somehow, I don't really know what exactly, how it happened or what the, um, the timeline was, but around the time that I had been told I'd, you know, found that out about the apprenticeship program, the agent at that insurance office offered to bring me on full time. It's mm-hmm. like, I want to train you to become an assistant. Like you're great at what you're doing right now. And I want you to be here Yeah, full time if you're interested. Did that feel good? A hundred percent. Yeah. I was like, thank God <laughs> somebody like sees what I'm doing and like appreciates what yeah. I'm doing. And yeah, it was great. Um, so I was like, Absolutely. A hundred percent. Like, let's do this. I want to get licensed. Like, let's, I would love to be 
Um, cause at that point, what she was offering me, I could work Monday through Friday, 40 hours a week and make more money than I was with three jobs. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. And I mean, and I feel like the pay was like, I think it was like 12 or $13 an hour. It wasn't that much, but it was still like just combined. Like, but with the steady hours. And, yes. Yeah. And I was like, what? I only have one. I'd only have to have like one W-2 for taxes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Some little things. Yeah. Uh, and I remember it being like January 11th was my start date. And I was like, oh, this is going to be such a nice tax year. <laughs> oh my God. You're a dork. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so I took it. I was like, absolutely. I started there um, and 40 hours a week, Monday through Friday, I was studying for my insurance license. I was learning like how to, you know, do changes and quotes and all this stuff. It was great for like six months. And then my agent got fired. Oh shit. Yeah. My agent got fired. (laughs) Um, that when they came up to fire her, because it was a, it was a company that, you know, the, you know, independent agents, like your boss yeah. isn't there. Right. Your boss is in else, Anchorage yeah. or somewhere else. Yeah. So the guy gets there to like, and we're like, whoa, why is he, why is he yeah. like, we didn't realize he was coming up, you know? Um, and they like, but he came, they went into her office and like, she was asked to leave. It was intense. Yeah. It was, it was intense. Um, so she left and when he came out after she left, he was like, I'm going to talk... There's three of us that work there. It was my best friend's mom, mm-hmm. Trina, oh, uh-huh. and me. Okay. So he he's like, I want to talk to you two. You or, and Trina? No. Oh. Shit. <laughs> the, my best friend's mom and Trina. Yeah. And he was like, we didn't even know you were here. And he points at me. Oh. And I was like, oh no. I just gave up all, you know, my three other, other jobs. jobs. Yeah, my other <laughs> jobs to be here. They don't even know I'm here. I had like blue in my hair at the time. And this is like a, yeah. I'm like 19, 20 years old. I was 20. I was 20 years old, I think. Maybe 21. I don't know. Yeah. Young. And I had, yeah, I was rocking like the blue streak up front and like short, like black. I, it, yeah. I looked even younger than I was and I was already super young. Yeah. And I remember just being like, well, there goes that. <laughs> you know, like, I don't Here know. Here goes what, my life. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do now. Um, yeah. And they ended up walking. Trina and my best friend's mom did not. It was a mess. Yeah. And they were like, we're leaving too. Yeah, we don't want anything. So then they left. Mm-hmm. Like the, in the same day. Like this, or it was the next day. Okay. They were like, that's what it was. She, they, the agent left and they were like, you guys go home. You can be paid for the rest of the day. Come back tomorrow and we'll talk about this and we'll figure it out. Yeah. So the next day... He went and took them both in, talked to them, and then they were like, peace, and they quit. <laughs> and so this office of four one. just became an, <laughs> an office, office of, of Denise. One. How can she help you? And I wasn't licensed, yeah. and I I knew what to do, but I, could, I couldn't. I couldn't, right. You know, and I was just like, but honestly, that's what saved my job. Mm. Because they probably would have just been like, sorry we don't need you Yeah, if, if they hadn't left, which was crazy. Like what a, it was a crazy day for everybody. (laughs) But, um, so then 
the guy wanted to talk to me, of course, right? Because yeah. I'm the only person there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're bringing in a new agent. I already talked to her. She wants to keep you if you'll stay. And I was like, I'm staying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have anywhere else to go. Did you like Please try and play, play it all casual? Like, oh, um, yeah, I'll stay. <laughs> I have this other offer. But... I feel like I was... <laughs> no, it was not. This was young. Yeah. Not confident like scared to death Denise (laughs) right like yeah like was not confident in my abilities as an employee like sure I was to a certain extent but not I hadn't quite gotten there yet but I was like whatever you need me to do like I'll I'll do whatever you need me to do I don't care if I have to work for another agent like I don't care yeah please don't fire me like I need this I need this income so that ended up being great because the new agent was awesome we we clicked. I got licensed. It was, I think she ended up giving me like a raise and it was, it was, it ended up being great. Um, and I was there until we got married and we moved to Florida. Um, blip in time. We were in Florida for like a year and ended up moving back after that just because we were, um, and while I was there, I worked for Enterprise Rental Car, um, actually National Alamo, but they're owned by Enterprise. <laughs> um, and I loved that job, uh, but that was my only break in insurance. So, like, I worked in insurance for a couple years, got married, moved to Florida, worked at the in the rental car agency for a year, and then when we moved back, I was still licensed. Um, I was like, well, that's going to be my best bet, yeah. you know. Um, and I, I mean, it's it's a good job. To, oh, 100%. Everyone that works in insurance has been doing been it for forever. a million years. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's a steady, stable, yeah. like, easy. Not easy, but once you learn it, it right. becomes, like, second nature. Like, yeah. it just, there's a lot to it, but it becomes very familiar. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, and so I let Trina know I was back. Um, she was like well, I know what kind of an employee you are. Let me see if I can get you on at Alaska USA. And I also had someone from State Farm um, looking at me as well. And I had like both of them like in the running, but Alaska USA went out because of benefits and everything else. So went back to insurance with Alaska USA and was there for seven years Mm -hmm. and same just kind of figured that's where I would be Mm -hmm. um I wasn't going anywhere I didn't have any plans to go anywhere I was comfortable I wouldn't say that I was happy I always I kind of went through phases of like I'm I'm good like I'm happy like this is this is gonna be great like I'm gonna retire from here and then there were times where I was like maybe I want to do something else do I really want to be in insurance like yeah. I remember anytime someone would ask me what I did for a living, I'd be like, oh, it's a really exciting job. I work in insurance. You know, mm-hmm. like I wasn't, I was always like kind of making fun of the fact that I was in it. Like I wasn't yeah. ever excited to tell anyone what I did. Sure. Um, which was, you know, okay. But I, yeah, like then the pandemic hit and we were working from home and I. And that was tough. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah. Because we all had to figure out this, like, new way of working, mm-hmm. but nobody could see anybody's face, right? Like, yeah. it was all just, like... And that was the hardest part for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, aside from the fact that I wasn't 
thrilled on what I was actually doing. My the one really great thing about our job was mm-hmm. the small us. office. Was yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like the you know seeing each other every day and seeing Trina every day and mm-hmm. the mortgage ladies and Stephanie and you know it was like that environment and that like yeah we definitely had fun yeah mm-hmm. it was it was it was fun and honestly that's probably the only thing that kept me there that long yeah and then when we went home I was like what am I doing like I don't yeah. even like this yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. like I don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life mm-hmm. um and I had that realization but I had no idea what I wanted to do yeah um and then I it was so random um I was on maternity leave mm-hmm. and your mom posted about a job which she posts about job all the she's time she's always like, sharing jobs like if you're looking for a job add my mom on Facebook yeah. um but this one, first for whatever reason, I I caught my eye and I looked into it and I was like, this is very similar to the pay that I make, and it sounds like you know I'm I'm I was kind of interested in. It. I remember texting you about it and being like, hey, does your mom know any more about this job? And oh my gosh, which was so funny because I just screenshotted whatever you sent me and like texted it to my mom and was like. I don't know. Can you, whatever you asked me. And yeah. she, I remember her being like, oh my gosh, yes. Like she's just so excited, like emojis. And I was like, okay. Um, and yeah, cause I remember it didn't really, like, I remember I kept asking people cause I was, I called, you know, I ended up talking to your mom about it and then she referred me to, to someone else in the office to talk about it and ask about it. And cause the job itself sounded okay. Like in the, in the listing, but I was like, I, I just don't really know what I would be doing. Sure. <laughs> I can't quite tell what my actual job, like, like what my duties would yeah. be. Yeah. And I think it was you that was like, no, it was Missy. It was your mom. I was on the phone with her and she was like, so the main things are going to be like uh, timekeeping, you know, doing people's timesheets and uh, you'll book travel and you're going to be like buying a lot of supplies and looking for like decent deals and organizing everything and I was just like this is gonna sound really weird but everything you're saying is like what I do for fun yeah (laughs) you do (laughs) so this sounds perfect for me and I wasn't looking at all like I didn't I wasn't even really in the thought process of I'm gonna look for other jobs like I said I just randomly saw it on Facebook like scrolling through Facebook and um it was a crazy long application process. I was on maternity leave when I found it and applied. And by the time I had been through both my interviews, I was already back at work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I uh, I applied. I, I had two interviews, I believe. Um, one one-on-one with your mom and then one with, like, a panel, like, three, three people. Um, and I got it. I remember I was... Um, in a therapy session, mm. like a teleconference <laughs> with my therapist, and your mom was calling in, and I, I had told my therapist that I had applied for this other job, yeah. and so I was like, um, and I was actually telling her, like, just before that, I was telling her, like, I guess they didn't get it, I don't know, I haven't heard anything, um, you know, whatever, and then your mom was, like, calling me in the middle, I was like, um... Oh, that's so funny. I'm just, one second, <laughs> I'm gonna need to take yeah. this call, told her who it was, she's like, absolutely... Um, and it was your mom. And I remember thinking, cause when I answered, I was like, 
um, she's like, do you have a minute? I was like, um, yes. <laughs> like I was really hesitant cause I'm like, kind of not really. I'm yeah. in a therapy <laughs> session. Um, and she was like, I remember her sounding really thrown off. Like, oh no, I just, I sounded like I don't care, you mm. know? And so then I was like, no, 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 I'm in a counseling appointment. She's like, oh my God, why did you answer the phone? <laughs> <laughs> um, long story short, I'm in this new position. I absolutely love it. I'm working for the state. Um, and I just get to do all of those things like every day. That's like my daily, I get to plan events. We did like an open house the other week and it's so fulfilling. Like everything that I've done so far, I'm just so happy to do. Like, I love what I'm doing now. And I haven't been able to say that since honestly, since I was in Florida at the rental car place, because that was such a fun job. Um, but this, this even more so, this is like... I just, I, I'm excited to go to work every day. Like I love what I do and it feels really, really good to say that. Yeah. Like really good. I, and, and I get the recognition, like, yeah, I think that your that... mom is like the best boss I've ever had. <laughs> She's great. She's awesome. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I think so often in, in, jobs especially like with big bigger companies or like with um departments and branches that are like so spread out right like or you just get into this routine where you don't recognize people even if they're just doing their job like that you you know like Mm -hmm. it gets missed so often and I think um now more than ever like that's what working people need is to like yeah know that they're valued and yeah um so I'm glad that you are somewhere where you get the yeah. praise that you deserve. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because, like, where we were, you know, we'd get it from our immediate super, you know, Trina yeah. would always let us know that we were doing a good job. And she yeah. would always, like, fight for us or, like, have our backs. Yeah. But I just never felt it really from anywhere else Mm-mm. beyond her. And with a company like that, right, there's so many different, like, chains of people mm-hmm. and who report to so-and-so. And, and they just not... feel like a number. And it yeah. sucks. Yeah. Because they're not seeing what you're doing every day. They're seeing the numbers that you put on the that board. That you produce. Mm-hmm. And that's not everything. But that's all that they have to look at, really. Yeah. And, yeah, it just... it Especially after we went we're working from home it just felt like yeah it was very monotonous very just like well this is the you know this is what we're looking at and this is what we have on you and it's not enough yeah and it's like okay but I do all these other things Mm -hmm. and those don't matter so why am I doing them yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, it can be tough but total 180 Mm -hmm. now I'm it's and I think both of these like career changes for us have allowed us more mental space to be able to do extracurricular things like this. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Um, like you said, you weren't necessarily looking to change careers. And to be honest, I knew zero things about Zaya. It just mm-hmm. randomly came across. Yeah. I knew that I didn't want to work in insurance forever. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I don't know. There's some, like, there's something about it that just yeah, is telling me yeah. to do it. And yeah. you do Listen it. Listen to that. <laughs> yeah. And both of us, right. Um, you know, I knew that I, my 
pay could potentially be lower. Mm-hmm. It could potentially be more. I absolutely took a pay cut. You yeah. know, like, but I think when you see something and you're like, this can help me in so many more ways than mm-hmm. adding money to my bank account. Mm-hmm. You have to weigh the options and realize that, you know, your physical, your mental, your emotional being is worth more than dollars. Yeah, 100%. And it, it absolutely is. I mean... The, the money part I know sounds scary to let go of because honestly towards mm-hmm. the end there <laughs> it's scary yeah it was like am I are am I going to be able to do this and it's like it's all figure outable it is it's like your happiness and your mental health and your like Being. I mean, like you're, you know, that is so much more important. And I knew that before switching, but actually doing it mm-hmm. was super hard. Yeah. It was terrifying, mm-hmm. you know, to let go of that. Because after you've been... Sense some, of familiar, yeah. familiarity. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and I almost felt like, you know, I put seven years into this company, like... Maybe now throw I'm gonna, it away. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm gonna be starting all over. Mm-hmm. You know, like building all. What if nobody likes me? You know, there's just so, so many, many. Yeah. Like scary thoughts, but in the end, I'm glad I jumped. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I, I would 100 percent do it all over again, and maybe sooner. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I guess not sooner because that the job wasn't open, but. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, so those are our <laughs> experiences with changing careers. And I think from both of us, you kind of get, do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just yeah, do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. Um, Look for the signs. Yeah. Take mental notes. Yeah. Take body scans. Yeah. And just really... talk to people about it too. I feel like that yeah. helped a lot for me. Yeah. It was like, hey, I think I want to do this. Yeah. And I think really sitting and, and thinking, like really take a minute to like ask yourself, am I happy? Yeah. Can I do this long term? Am I fulfilled? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I getting out of this? Um, cause, and honestly right now, I mean, I work, the department I work in is literally just getting people jobs. Yeah. And Right now is going to be the best time to look for another career, honestly, mm-hmm. because there are so many open positions. There are so many places that do not, that are struggling because they don't have enough staff. Yeah. And that's good for the job seeker. I mean, it's terrible for everything else, but like now's the time. Mm-hmm. Like now is the time if to... If you wanted to make a big move. Yeah, time, to yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, so don't be, don't be afraid, like. The worst, I, I would say, the worst that can happen is set up those interviews, do the interviews, mm-hmm. and if you get a bad vibe or you feel like, you know, some sort of hesitancy in the actual place you're interviewing, you can always decline the job. You don't yeah. have to take the job. Yeah. If anything, you get interview experience out of it, mm-hmm. which is helpful for everybody. Helpful for everybody. <laughs> no, I think I would echo all of that, is go to the interview. Yeah. You always have the option to decline if they 100%. offer you the position. So, yeah. well, I'm excited about this episode more so. I mean, I love our journeys, but <laughs> more so because we asked you guys, our listeners, if you had job career or career change experiences and then what your biggest questions 
were. So first we're going to hear from David, who is Denise's brother. He also was a previous guest, so go back and listen to his episode. Um, But here's what David had to say. All right, so David's experience. Going through a career change can be scary and stressful. In my experience, it can also be a blessing in disguise. I used to work in behavioral health and would often take work home with me. I would lose sleep over certain clients and cases at work and even developed a drinking problem over time. Things in my life eventually changed and I ended up moving across the country. I applied for many jobs at local mental health facilities and never got a response. Almost out of desperation, I started applying to any position in the healthcare healthcare field, hoping to find something in all caps. <laughs> I ended up getting hired at a small privately owned dental office as a dental assistant. The doctor was willing to train on site, which was also a bonus. Fast forward six years, and I am now a billing specialist at the largest oral surgery practice in the state of Kentucky, and I couldn't be happier. My advice would be to take that leap and have faith. It sounds cliche, but you'll never know unless you try. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he had a question for us as well. So he said, my question for the host, I don't like how he called us the host, <laughs> like he doesn't know us. Uh, the host would be, when you were younger, what were some of your dream jobs? And do you still have ambitions to switch careers at some point? Dream jobs. I mean, the first thing that always comes to mind when somebody asks me this question I always just think like Olympic figure skater, like for so Dream long, it. right? Like that, that, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I'm a figure skater. So duh. I want to go to the Olympics. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Logical. Right. Um, but then after that, I, I don't know other than I just feel like whatever it is that I do, I have to be like a voice. Like I have to be talking to people. Um, And that answer has always just uh, went back and forth on the lines of like, I just want to talk about something that I'm very passionate about to a lot of people. Um, I used to tell people like, I just want to do TED Talks (laughs) or like I loved speech class. Yeah, you're crazy. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, obviously it's good that there are people like you (laughs) (laughs) because if everyone hated like public speaking nothing would ever get done. Um, and I guess that hasn't really changed, right? Because I think portions of that side of me is fulfilled with what I do with Zaya because I, sure. I, I just, influence is such a stupid word, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do that. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, well, you get to talk to so many people that, and you get to lead so many people, mm-hmm. which I think you're an amazing leader. So I think, Whatever you would do, is you have to be leading. Yeah. Because you're fucking awesome at it. So, <laughs> um, uh, I would say, so when I was a kid, uh-huh. I always used to tell people I wanted to be a marine biologist. Okay. Mostly just because I wanted to, like, swim with dolphins. I was going to say swim with dolphins. <laughs> um, I don't even think I really knew what the hell that was. Sure. I just knew that it worked You might be able with, to play with dolphins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It worked with, like, the ocean. Yeah. Um, which is funny because I live in the middle of Alaska now and there are no oceans. And the nearest one is freezing. Yeah, pretty, pretty cold. <laughs> so, yeah, not going to happen. But then I guess, you know, after that would be... 
I assumed I was going to be a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. I had, there was a minute there where I wanted to be a nurse and I feel like I could be a really good nurse, except you don't like needles. I don't like <laughs> needles. I, yeah, that might be a little I hard. I wish I could just like take care of people who had the flu or something that like didn't need any, <laughs> any kind of like, you know, yeah. needles or like anything like that. I'd be like, um, actually Sharon's going to help me with that <laughs> yeah. because I can't be around it. <laughs> I'm just going to so look away now. I'm going to step out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm getting over that slowly. Um, but, That's yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, David. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, David. Do you want to do Ben's question? Yeah. So, um, Ben, David's boyfriend, also had a question for us. And his is... What advice would you give to a person who left a workplace of 11 years... Oof. To pursue a better opportunity with another company only to find that the frustrations aren't the same, but equally as frustrating. Do you have thoughts? Uh, I feel like, you know, what we've been harping on the whole episode is be happy. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, you already took that leap once. If you're not happy with it, keep looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't settle, you know, I, I think that's like the biggest takeaway is it's so important for you to be happy in what you're doing. Um, if those frustrations are at the same level as the company you're with before, keep looking. Yeah. And I would say too, I mean, just the fact that you could recognize that you weren't happy in a position you've been with in 11 years and you made a change, right? Like you made a stride forward to something else, even, even though that other thing didn't work out, like be proud that you even like oh. initiated the first change in general, yes. right? Like yes. that's a huge thing and huge. should be celebrated. Um, yeah. and yeah, and just keep going. And I, and I guess too, on the other end of like, and know your worth. Yeah. Like, obviously you were, you know, worthy enough and a you know a good enough employee a good enough you know person to get this opportunity which was a better opportunity um that means that you you keep killing it somewhere else you know it doesn't mean that that's the only path like be confident in who you are and know that you are worth being happy having a good job and the right company will see that and snatch you up. I was going to say, I think being able to um, be secure in what you, mm. you know, like how you work best or or the things that you absolutely, you know, you can't be around in a work yeah. environment. Like, don't be afraid to express those things to somebody who is interviewing you absolutely. because the right person who's interviewing you will... Yeah, we'll see that and well, be, yeah. be like, yes, I mean, yeah, know what you bring to the table and also know what are deal breakers for you. Right, and don't be afraid to say that is a deal communi- breaker for yeah. me. Yeah, clearly communicated. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Thank um, you, Ben. Yes, that was a good question. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to share first my uh, friend, Trisha. She submitted this and I just wanted to share it. She said, I changed careers and couldn't be happier. Being able to be home was a must. So Trisha is like a social media manager. It's super interesting to me. I love hearing about it. So she um, partners with different 
people, different companies and manages their social media. She comes up with like game plans and presents them. They approve it and she that's, gets to do it all from home and be with her kids, which that's fucking baller. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's such a cool, <laughs> such right? a cool job. I know. So and it sounds like she kind of just made that job, like not made it, but she, mm-hmm. did yeah. she just do, I mean, I think how she, did she, um, partnered with somebody else who did it right. She like mm-hmm. worked for somebody else okay. in social media management. And then I think just as of recently, she has started to take on like her own clients crazy so cool right so cool yeah yeah that's awesome um and then i do have a few questions so we had a question from jordan and she wants to know more about adjusting to change adjusting to different morning routines mm. new bosses different co-workers um so i guess we can discuss discuss that how yeah. did because i don't really i mean my co-workers are over <laughs> zoom they're just like my you know yeah. Friends. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't really <laughs> yeah. consider them coworkers. So, um, but how about you? Cause you, you do have yeah. coworkers. Yeah. Um, I looked at it like, um, so I moved a lot when I was a kid and in the beginning that was, each school was always terrifying, right? It was always like a super anxious, like scary thing to do. And then as I started to get older, I started to look at that as an opportunity to, um, be a different person. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds weird, but like I was trying out different personalities. Um, obviously I know who I am now. I don't have to do that, but in, I kind of looked at it in the same way. Like this is an opportunity to show new people who I am. Mm-hmm. Cause I love who I am and I want, you know, and I, I, I know that I get along with people well and yeah. stuff. So I just kind of looked at it as a new opportunity to like, adjust and it can be scary but um getting to know people is you know one of my favorite things so just it also gave me an opportunity to like notice when I was kind of because in the beginning I could feel myself kind of like pulling back and just being quiet and not really talking to anyone so when I would walk in it would be like in my head I'd be like make yourself say good morning Mm -hmm. make yourself say hey, how's it going? I really like that outfit. You know, just involving myself a little bit more. Yeah. Um, forcing myself to, like, really be social. Even though I'm a very social person, I, like, wait for people to come to me. Yeah. And I know that that can, like, look bad sometimes and have the opposite effect. Um, <clears throat> adjusting to the new morning routine was... I mean, morning routines in general are tough with kids, right? Um, but it, I practiced. I like, I, <laughs> I figured out how long it took to get from here to work. Mm-hmm. Like the weekend before I started, I drove from my house to my new place of employment. So mm-hmm. I knew how long it would take. Yeah. Um, I think just preparing, right? Like yeah. preparing to that for that like first day. And then also I was honest with my boss. I was like, you know, I am going to get, like, I have to drop my kids off. There's always kind of something that happens um, or something can happen in that time. And she's super understanding. But just being kind of openly, again, like open communication and just being like, I'm going to strive to get here on time. um, And I will let you know if that's not going to happen but it might take me a week to, like, figure it out and, like, get my times down. Um, 
And and she was super understanding and and was grateful that I even brought it up. Said something. Yeah. 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 I think for me, I feel like all of that was a really big adjustment for me because I didn't necessarily need to have a morning routine mm-hmm. or I didn't necessarily... Um, I mean, everything I do is on my terms. There's there's literally nobody saying like, hey, get up at this time and do these things. There's nobody holding me accountable except for myself. So I think, like you said, just trial and error Mm -hmm. and just trying different things. Um, I tried like getting up before the girls would get up. Sometimes I can't manage to do that. So it's just for me, I think being really intentional of and remembering like why I wanted to work from home in the first place, which the first priority was them and realizing that everything on my to-do list can be done at a later time. And like you said, you know, communicating with your boss, um, I have to communicate with my husband a lot more of like, Hey, I didn't get a chance to do this. This is a priority for me. Can you please watch the kids for an hour while I sit down on the computer? So just being really open. Um, but I do want to say on the end of people who are at the who are currently employed and a newcomer comes in Mm -hmm. to also be really open and understanding (laughs) of how awkward because we've all been the new person and Mm -hmm. it's it really makes a difference when somebody just like you said says hey good morning I really like those boots where did you get them like it it's such a small thing but goes really far definitely definitely Um, Brie asked about health insurance. She said, my biggest concern with staying home or starting my own business is health insurance. Mm. Um, and I think that that's a really good question, Brie. My take or advice, I guess, on that would just be to do your research and try and figure out some sort of plan, right? Even if it, even if at the moment it is not something that you were able to do, like, look at the big picture and maybe break it down of what would need to happen in order for this to be achievable. Um, I mean, just from my own personal experience, my husband up until recently didn't have a job that offered him good benefits. And I think that that's why I stayed with the credit union for so long because I felt like, right. I had to for my family. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's an option for you, Brie, if you have a significant other who, um, you can get, who has other options. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly, I don't know much about this, but I'm fairly certain that one of my really good friends before her and her now husband were married, she somehow was able to get on his insurance as like, um, so yeah. So some places will, um, allow that if Mm -hmm. you're engaged or living together for a certain amount of time or something like that. So even if you're not married, still look into it because it's it's a possibility. I think there are some options there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that's a good point. Just doing your research beforehand, knowing that, um, you know, what you have to look like you did, you know, Mm -hmm. you, that wasn't something that you had to look at beforehand, but other things like paying off your car, like, yeah. You ha- you knew how much money you were gonna have to have in a month to to go forward. So I would say either have some savings built up, mm-hmm. 
pay off all your, you know, anything that you can. Right. Um, and just prepare for it. And yeah. so by doing the research and figuring out how much would my monthly premium be if I had to have mm-hmm. my own health insurance or I can't afford the health insurance, but I want to have a $5,000 emergency fund. Yeah. If I do need, you know, then save up five grand and put it in a yeah. bank account separate mm-hmm. and keep that aside for your fun, like your quote unquote, you know, health insurance. And I, that sounds really scary, but maybe you don't have to do that for very long. Cause once you get going in your new business and you start making money, then you can purchase yeah. a health insurance plan. Yeah. I think it, yeah, I think it all kind of boils down to just kind of like the beforehand research and like different, like coming up with different scenarios, like giving yourself multiple different scenarios of this plan and yes. that plan and this yeah. one. And yeah, just sitting with it for a while and asking yourself, could I do this or how would this look for me moving forward? And I'd also say to, to kind of like finish that, don't be afraid to ask other people for their experiences, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, we don't have any um, experience with that one particular thing because we haven't had to deal with that. But I guarantee you, you know, somebody that has, mm-hmm. right? So like, Maybe they've already done the research, you know, maybe they've already found like the best plan or the easiest way to go about it. Um, Put it out there. You know, I'm thinking about, you don't even have to say that. Like, has anyone had any experience purchasing health insurance, you know, without um, getting it from their employer? employer? Mm -hmm. Like, let me know. I think our greatest resources are our friends and our family. And why have a social media, you know? page or whatever if you can't use it for that kind of stuff it is helpful (laughs) um well thank you so much to jordan brie and trisha um for reaching out to us and david and ben you guys are awesome super fun i'm really excited to continue to do like a segment like that where we where you guys submit questions and we get to answer them discuss them and share your share your stories yeah, and because that, that's, you know, how this kind of started, and we want to continue to do that. Um, it's our favorite part. I mean, I I love hearing other people's stuff and questions, and yeah. So thank you guys so much for voting mm-hmm. and telling us that this is what you wanted to hear <laughs> um, and for submitting those experiences and questions. Um, we're, we're so grateful to to uh share whatever you whatever you send us Mm -hmm. um and i also wanted to say feel free if you would like to stay anonymous um all you have to do is let us know and we will absolutely do that for you Mm -hmm. um and if you you know if you don't want it on social media you can you want to use your email or something we've we do have an email address uh mm podcast one at gmail.com Otherwise, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Mental M Podcast, mm-hmm. Facebook Mental Maintenance. Uh, you can find our page pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I'm on Instagram at Denise Serino S E R I N O, and I am Torres J Misses. But yeah, gotta throw an extra A into that J because <laughs> she's a little more extra. extra but... We'll throw it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, yes. please follow our personal accounts. I think it's fun. You can get to know us a little bit better on like a personal scale and see what we do outside of yeah mental maintenance things. And I think connecting with listeners in any way, shape, or form, like like we said on the last episode, we're really 
really liking and embracing that listener interaction. We want you guys to be a part of this podcast um, in every way that we can make you a part of it. Yep. All right. Well, this was fun. It was a good episode. I think it's a good second mm-hmm. season. Se- <laughs> we whatever. We still don't know. But... <laughs> whatever this is. <laughs> it was a good one. Uh, thank you guys so much. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.